Welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show, where we talk quality of healthcare and explore what that actually means. Let's dig into performance measurements, the equipped platform, pharmacy goals, and personal goals. We will also occasionally cover topical healthcare news and maybe throw into the conversation a few of our own nerdy passions and hobbies. So turn us up. The Quality Corner Show starts now. Hello, Quality Corner Show listeners. This is your host, Nick Dorich, and we welcome you to the next episode of the Quality Corner Show. In our last episode, we discussed updates with COVID-19, and today we're going to continue discussing the impact of this pandemic, but in a very different way. Since the virus started becoming prominent in the United States, our team here at PQS has been tracking a number of questions and comments about how the virus could impact patient behavior for filling their routine prescriptions. Based on the items that we've been hearing, we wanted to take some time to discuss how different prescription filling behaviors during COVID-19 can impact quality measures, focusing mainly on adherence or PDC measures. Like our last episode, I'm going to bring in some extra help in the form of Emily Endress and Zach Renfro from the PQS team. Emily and Zach, welcome back to the show. Hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us back. Excellent. Well, we did pretty well with the format of the last episode, we're, so we're going to try to stick with that for now. Um, Zach, you in particular have been hearing a lot from pharmacists trying to understand how the current situation with COVID-19 can impact performance scores. Let's have you present some of those most common questions today, and then Emily and I can provide some of the responses that have been shared by relevant organizations, or we can describe how performance measures may be impacted based on different filling behaviors. Great. So I'm happy, I'm happy to lead us through these questions, but before we jump into the discussion, let's uh, note that our team at BQS intend to help the pharmacy partners uh, and really helping them understand quality measures and performance. So if you have any questions like this, uh, please contact our support team at support at equip.org and our team can help provide you with some meaningful answers. And actually, if you go back to episode 12 of the Quality Corner Show, you get to uh, get introduced to Amanda, one of our sports specialists, uh, who you'll be interfacing primarily with the uh, front line of our equipped questions. So now onto the questions. We'll keep this short and simple. Um, the most common question we have received so far is this. Will early refills or emergency refills or overrides hurt my adherence scores in equip? Ooh, thanks, Zach. Let me uh, take the first shot at this one. And this is a really great question. And while there is concern for a negative impact, and we certainly have enough negativity surrounding all of us now in the current state, this particular question around will early refills or refill overrides hurt my adherence score, it, there is a silver lining to this question. This is a good source of optimism, at least from, from what we are seeing thus far. And before we jump into the details of kind of how adherence may or may not be impacted for this, let's think back a little bit to some of the guidance provided already uh, from CMS, excuse me, with uh, respect to COVID-19. So under updated guidance from CMS, plan sponsors are encouraged and almost mandated at this point to allow for early overrides of medication, also for extended day supply of medication. Um, and talking with many of our payer partners and PBMs, 
certainly many of their efforts enterprise-wide have been pivoted and are focused on what you may call benefit readiness. So how does that health plan ensure that when their member walks into your pharmacy, uh, you can easily process a prescription for that member, take excellent care of them, and get them all the medication that they need to try and um, inhibit them from having to come back multiple times, things of that nature, so that people can stay as safe and healthy as possible. So we're hearing again that most uh, health plans, if not all, because of the guidance from CMS, health plans are adhering to this and have really taken a quick approach to react to that guidance. So the important thing here to note is billing medications and prescriptions through the insurance, helping your patient take advantage of these early refill overrides and potentially extended day supply overrides. Um, and in the end, this will actually probably pan out to a positive performance score or adherence rate. Um, Nick, maybe you want to go into some more of those details on specifically how that impacts adherence measures. Yeah, sure. And uh, we're going to, I'm going to try to keep this at a fairly high level, but measures are complicated. So we're going to get into some nitty gritty details at the same time. And uh, hopefully we don't lose anybody along the way with this description. So for those adherence measures, a patient's day supply for medications always has an index date or, or start date. That may be another term that's used for it. Any additional fills or new prescriptions do not start counting for the day supply that patient has until the supply from the prior fill is already finished. So long story short, early refills don't start counting for days that are covered um, until the current patient's currently existing medication runs out based on number of days filled and start date with that original prescription. So Emily, like you had said, in general, this should, this should help patients um, showing for adherence because if they're getting some of those early refills or extended day supplies, um, that is likely going to be covering them for more days or making sure that they're getting days filled right from when that last medication was filled. So again, anticipation is that should increase performance for adherence measures, but uh, those claims do need to be billed through with the patient's insurance uh, to make sure that that's included with the data. Yeah, that's a great description, Nick and Emily. I really appreciate going through that and walking everybody through that situation. So overall, it, it sounds like it, it in all likelihood it can be a positive, but like all performance measures, uh, it's going to be based on whether or not those claims are billed to insurance. Uh, with that in mind, are there any best practices or recommendations for how this can be handled? Yeah, and let me take that one, uh, Zach. So absolutely correct. Um, like all measures, it's based on a defined data set. And let's maybe take a step back and think about how important data is at this point in time to the environment that we are currently fighting, right? We're making decisions on a daily basis based upon models of if you should stay inside or not, and for how many weeks you should stay inside. All of those things are based on data and data science. And as that relates uh, back to the metrics and how we're going to most appropriately care for our patients, um, that's going to be defined by data as well. And certainly because health plans payers um, and the like, the PBMs, have loosened those um, restrictions for early refills, 
now it's more important than ever to make sure that you are billing appropriately your patient's medications to their insurance so that the health plans and PBMs can capture all of that data appropriately. It will help us to understand exactly the impact of what a um, pandemic like this will cause on the system. It will help us to make sure that patients and members are being um, cared for in the best way possible. Um, and certainly, it will help to protect your patients as well as we think about physical and social distancing. Patients have been encouraged to contact their pharmacy in advance. So doing what you can to take care of your, of your patients in the best responsible way as possible. We know that you all are doing um, billing insurance, helping to manage patients' refills appropriately, but just making sure that you're capturing all of that data will be really crucial as we continue to work to understand the, the current environment that we're in. So Emily, you brought up a, a great point here, and that's going to be tying to the patient and how pharmacist is working or how pharmacy is working with that. Uh, I know mm -hmm. that the pharmacy that I use myself personally, I've been in touch with them to see, okay, guys, what what practices have you been working through and how has your staff been adjusting with this? And this is a pharmacy that they started doing curbside pickup only a couple, a couple weeks ago. And generally that was ahead of the curve for a lot of the groups. And some of the recommendations or ideas that they had shared and where I've seen other pharmacies take the same approach is patients are being encouraged to contact their pharmacy in advance um, and to have some patience when it comes to picking up those prescriptions or any other items. Uh, a lot of patients are similarly contacting the pharmacy for those refills, extended refills, um, early refills, et cetera. So um, this has been certainly putting a little bit of additional stress in addition to all the questions about COVID-19. So it's good to contact your pharmacy early. That's what I think a lot of pharmacies are recommending to their patients um, so that it can be planned accordingly. I also wanna point out that the current situation has led to pharmacies expanding services like prescription delivery. Now, we know some pharmacies already do this night and day. Others, it's uh, something they haven't really uh, expanded or that they've had some limitations for. Uh, expanding refill programs or delivery to patients, that may also help to reduce barriers that might have otherwise existed for patients and when it comes to uh, their adherence or managing their medications. So having discussed this, number of pharmacists um, and with a number of pharmacy organizations, it's going to be really interesting to see how some of these changes to how a pharmacy functions and how they communicate with patients. I think we're seeing some best practices that are good for working through COVID-19, but some of these practices are probably good services that can be done when we get back to a more normal situation. Yeah, you bring up some good points, Nick. I, I feel like when it comes to the expanded use of curbside delivery and um, and other de just delivery in general uh, that's that may be the new normal after all this is said and done and we get uh, get through this main bulk of the pandemic and everything so um, great descriptions by both of you all uh, but this still leads me to one item we haven't we haven't completely addressed we've we've covered it some but um, th basically when it comes to um, when it comes to COVID-19, is there a definitive impact, either positive or negative, for adherence measures? Yeah, Zach, you're right. We've kind of talked about it at a high level, but thinking about a definitive, defined whether it's going to be positive or negative, 
there is not a definition for that at this point in time. And this is a, an evolving situation, changes every day, as we all know, and every day there's new guidance that's issued, in particular by CMS. Um, we, this week, experienced that CMS did finally publish some guidance as it related to HEDIS and CAP survey portions of the STARS measures, um, but nothing specific to the adherence measures that are also a part of the STAR ratings overall and summary scores. So, uh, to your point, no, there's not a defined impact that we know of at this point in time. Um, adherence measures, um, like quality measures in general, these are longitudinal in nature, right? So actions that you take now may have an impact for measures, but one month will not determine your final answer. Um, we're still ways from December of 2020, right? So tracking adherence will, will certainly matter over a longer period of time. And you can see that looking at your year-to-date scores is a good example. So if you think back to the Equip dashboard, um, checking what your progress looks like from a year-to-date perspective will be really important and that will um, come back into play with the May refresh. So it's a good question, um, concern that we've heard from pharmacists and it shows that what an impact that pharmacists can have in patient care, which I think is really exciting. It's been great to read the articles published about pharmacists being able to take a position in the front lines and providing excellent care like we know that you guys do on a daily basis, but getting a little bit more spotlight for that. So pharmacists are working on prescription refills, answering questions and expanding services like Nick, you had mentioned earlier. But on top of that, we do a pharmacist determining how they track adherence over a, a longer period of time. So kudos to you all that have been thinking about this and trying to understand the larger picture here. And um, we appreciate the forward thinking. Nick. What else would you like to add? Thanks, Emily. Right now, pharmacists are going above and beyond to help patients and to be a valuable resource to their community. Some states have been expanding capabilities of pharmacists and reducing regulatory restraints. And to me, that begs the question, if pharmacists are trusted and able to provide these services in a time of pandemic, why can't pharmacists provide these services during a quote unquote normal time? This is where it's incredibly important for pharmacists and, and really all members of the pharmacy team to consider how we advocate for pharmacist engagement with patient care. Uh, and it's not just for the pharmacists, the technicians and other members with the team. How do we work with our patients and have them be advocates on our behalf as well? And it's really not just advocating for pharmacy, it's advocating for better patient care and with the pharmacist having a larger role in that capacity. So I think with pharmacy, it's important to look at your different organizations, associations, different thought leaders, and how do you look at this information? How do you share the success she has been able to drive when it comes to improving patient care, improving patient access for medications, helping patients manage those medications? And uh, how do we work with other groups and legislators to say pharmacists should be able to practice at the fullest of their capability to manage medications? So while pharmacists are doing a whole lot right now to improve patient care and to address a whole lot of questions and for that, uh, they, they deserve a whole lot, but I see a real opportunity here as well where we need to recognize long-term the capabilities of the pharmacist, and, and I foresee that there'll be uh, new opportunities for pharmacy going forward because of how successful pharmacy has been. Yeah, I agree completely with your thoughts on that, Nick. Uh, this really can open the door to show that community pharmacies can play a, a, be a true healthcare hub. Uh, in the future and drive better outcomes for the patients they serve. 
one of the things that came to mind that I've uh, heard about more and more recently, uh, working with different um, pharmacy organizations as well as talking to just some of my pharmacy friends, um, is the the focus that they have regarding wanting to increase engagement and be a source uh, to where they can host some of the COVID-19 te testing sites and things along those lines to really help these communities that are in need. There's a lot of small towns across the country that the pharmacy is one of the biggest healthcare hubs that they have. So uh, pharmacy can, can play a huge role in our, in, uh, I know that community pharmacy is already playing a, a huge role in this pandemic and look forward to seeing how this can really drive performance moving forward. Um, but when it comes to, go back to the performance motor side just briefly, uh, nothing set in stone during this fluid situation, just kind of recapping everything. Um, so no, nothing set in stone. Uh, and we're gonna see a number of pharmacies see an increase in adherence really is what we're anticipating due to patients switching either to 90 day supplies or getting early refills or emergency refills early uh, so they can truly practice social distancing as much as possible. Well, Emily and Zach, once again, your participation in today's roundtable discussion has been much appreciated. Um, we'll take a little bit of a break from COVID-19, I think, in our next episodes, next couple of episodes, but I'm glad both of you were here today to add some context and to address questions we've been receiving from pharmacists, from technicians, from health plans, et cetera. So uh, I hope that both of you stay healthy and well going forward. And of course, we wish all the same for our listeners of the show. There are a couple of final items we have for our listeners, and if you've listened to the show before, you can probably guess what I'm going to say next. So uh, our team here at PQS has a couple of favors to ask of you, our podcast listener. First, we encourage you to share this podcast with two friends, because if you share this with two friends and each of them shares it with two friends, it really helps us hit a larger listening audience. Second, we also want to take a moment to remind you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may find it. And then, if you have any questions or topics you would like us to address, please contact us. The best way to do so is to email info at pharmacyquality.com. Let us know what is on your mind and what we can address so that you are fully informed. Our goal is to continuously improve our podcast content and to provide meaningful information to our listeners based on current topics in healthcare, technology, and quality measurement. We want to help you become as effective as possible in how you care for patients and improve public health outcomes. So until next time, we wish you well. Thank you.